hello and welcome to the Agility Weekend. I am Nick Sparks. I am coming to you from 42,000 feet above Texas, or maybe New Mexico right now. I am en route to Phoenix, Arizona to judge an agility show, an agility trial. Most of you that are listening to this know that I do a lot of stuff in agility. I've got competitions, I've got uh, seminars, benefit show and goes, but I'm also a judge. So I thought I would take this opportunity to just kind of share with everybody what being a judge in the agility world is all about. And what better way to do it than sitting on the American Airlines airplane on my way to Phoenix. Now, let's start with the, the craziness of going to Phoenix in March. March has so many things that makes Phoenix just ridiculous, expensive. I mean, we've got, not, not only do we have spring break, but we also have uh, spring training. Baseball teams are in Phoenix right now, in the area, so people are there watching the teams practice. The airfare alone in coach going to Phoenix from Nashville is $600 plus round trip. This is Phoenix. All right, we are, I mean, $600, that, that, I could go to Seattle cheaper than that. This is ridiculous. And that is a, that's the complication with judging. And, and it's not only the complication with judging as a judge, but it's a complication for the clubs. The clubs have to set all of this stuff up. They got to set up the trial. They got to set up the location. They got to set up, they got to get the people to come out and play. And there is a lot of competition out there for time. So before they get a judge, before they get involved with any venue, NADAC, CPE, AKC, USDAA, or any of the others, they have got to know what they are getting into. This is a business, ladies and gentlemen. Anybody who tells you it's not a business, that it's a hobby, they're freaking crazy. They are, um, another one, yes. Yes, I just, uh, I just ordered another drink on my way. Anyway, they are crazy to, to tell you that this is not a business. It's a business. There's money involved. You've got to pay people. You have got to somehow pay yourselves as a club. You either have to rent everything or you have to own everything or, or a hybrid of both. So some clubs own a building. 
And if they own a building, most of the time they own the equipment. All right, so now you've got overhead. You've got electricity. You've got insurance. Of course, every club has insurance, no matter what. To be able to do a club, you've got to have insurance. But if you've got a building, you've got more insurance. You've got building insurance on top of actually having trial insurance. And if you own a building, you've got to have stuff. You've got to have equipment. You've got to have food. You've got to have water. You've got to have stuff. And most of the time, you've got to have internet. I mean, it's a business. If you have a building, it's a business. Now, if you've got a floating club that goes to locations and you rent the stuff, all right, now you've got rent. You've got you've got equipment rent if you don't own the equipment. Now, a lot of clubs own the equipment. And an entire set of equipment can easily run you $10,000. I mean, we're a dog walk, just one dog walk at best is $1,000, at best. And then you've got an A-frame, and then you've got a teeter if you're, if you're that particular type of club that has a teeter. So you've got three apparatuses that are gonna run you a thousand apiece. You gotta have a bunch of jumps, you gotta have a bunch of this, you gotta have a bunch of, now the timers, oh my God, the timers, anywhere from two to $4,000, depending on what type of timer you've got. And believe it or not, there's only one company out there that, that makes the timers for dog stuff. <clears throat> so now all of a sudden, you have to get a set of timers or you've got to find somebody that owns timers that you give them entries for free or you rent them. It goes back to renting. Everything goes back to, at some point in time, there is money outlaid here. And this is, this is what infuriates me when somebody says, oh, it's just a hobby. When my accountant tells me it's a hobby, it's like, you are flipping kidding me. This is not a hobby. I, my butt is sitting on a plane for six hours. I just flew to Charlotte and now I'm flying to Phoenix. I'm on a plane for six hours because it's not a hobby. Now, that said, I've upgraded myself because guess what? If I'm going to do this, I'm going to be comfortable. I'm going to enjoy the trip. And here is where I would like to just wring about half a dozen judges' necks. Because they are judging and and I get I get feedback from judges all the time that say Oh, we are there. We are there to support our friends and to support the clubs and to help them out. And that's all well and good. I've got friends, and I have got I have got amazing friends all over this country, and I greatly appreciate them. I enjoy them, and I I relish my friendships in this in this world. But when I'm hired as a judge, this is my job. And what no one understands, and I explain this to 
someone the other day in my day job. I'm a recording engineer, so I explained it to my client. I explained them to them that I was going to judge in Phoenix, and the, you know they looked at me and said, "Oh, you really like that?" And I said, "Yeah, but it's still a job." I said, "I have to uphold the rules of the organization, and because there are rules." I have to abide by those rules and I have to, it's just like any other judge. You have to, you have to judge. Now, when it comes to the actual agility run, you know, that, that's, that's pretty mindless. It really is. Does the dog go off course? Yes. All right. Does the dog miss a contact? No, actually, that looks better. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should have started there. <laughs> um, did the dog miss the contact? Uh, is there, you know, is there a logical thing on the course? Yes. When it becomes an actual judging event is when the dog shows aggression. And you have to throw the dog out of the trial because the dog is showing aggression or the dog is nipping at the handler or the handler is taking this way too seriously. This is when becoming a judge is is an actual job. I mean, I have to, I have kicked dogs and people. Thank you. I have kicked dogs and people out of a trial before. I mean, they've paid their money. They are here to have fun. And I've said, I'm sorry, but you, you haven't abided by the rules based on the agility club that you are, that you're competing in. So, it's a job, ladies and gentlemen, and I take it seriously. I actually have, I have an outfit that I wear. I try to dress to be a judge. I do not, I do not dress casually. Now, when it's cold, I, you know, I, I pack on the layers, but I have a specific collared shirt. I have slacks. I have shoes. I, I. It's a job. I consider it a very important thing that I am doing. There is a club that has asked me to do this. I have gotten the courses. I take care of myself. I never, I never ask a club to take care of me. Now, they pay for they pay for my travel. They pay for the hotels. You know, they they there's certain expenses that go along with this because let's face it, I don't have my dogs with me. I am not competing. I am not playing. I'm not having fun per se. I am having fun, but I'm not having it I've been asked to do this but back to 
what started this particular rant was that there are judges out there that I really wish would take this more seriously and not not from the standpoint of it's not fun it's not funny it's not it's not whimsical it is agility it should be whimsical I know judges out there that have uh, uh, treats not not treats but special awards special giveaways special things it becomes their thing and I, I think I think making it their thing is perfect it should it should be it should be their thing it is their course it is their field it is their weekend in the sense that when you step on the course it is their course if they tell you to stop and start over you stop and start over if they tell you that you have done something tremendously wrong they should tell you what it is but that is their prerogative to tell you you've done something wrong but they've got to tell you what it is they can't just go okay bye-bye they've got to say why they are saying bye-bye so it's a fine line it's a it's a fun whimsical it's a hobby to everybody but the judge should look at it like it's a business now at the same time judges need to look at this as I'm traveling someplace I get to I get to experience that area uh, I have I have issues with clubs that want to take me to Logan's or Cracker Barrel for for dinner and I understand money is an issue completely understand that but I'm visiting a different place I want to experience something I want to experience the place I want to learn about that area even if I've been there many times like Phoenix this will be my fourth judging assignment in Phoenix love Phoenix I love going there I've got my places I like visiting I like traveling and and I take traveling very seriously I make sure and enjoy the trip as much as possible and I try to find local places I try to meet people there outside of the club my goal in life is to have a network where <laughs> where everybody goes yeah I know Nick I like that I like it when people go oh I know you you were here a year ago when I judge down in Mississippi uh, down in Biloxi there's a restaurant I go to every year every year I walk in there 
I have oysters on the half shell grill. They're amazing. The bartender looks at me and says, has it been a year already? I mean, that, that right there says it all. They know me. I like going places that know me. That 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 is phenomenal. And I also like going places and finding new places, finding new people and new, new locations. So, anyway, I just wanted to, uh, I wanted to take this moment on the, on the podcast to share uh, the, the judging. Judging, judging is a job and it's fun. And I think that concludes the podcast. Uh, other than that, I will be in Phoenix this weekend. Uh, I don't have anything in front of me saying what's been going on. Well, now, what's been going on with Fiona is she had a really long couple of months where she was not eating, and it was not looking good, but she has turned around. She is back to eating. Uh, we'll see if we've got this infection under control. Her birthday party is April 29th at Pasta Partners, south side of Indianapolis. Uh, the GoFundMe page, which benefits directly to Dr. Knapp's research on bladder cancer. GoFundMe page is set up. Go to theagilityweekend.com. Get the information. If you cannot make it, I, I would love for everybody to make it. Granted, there's distance and the whole travel and, and all that stuff, but um, if you cannot make it, please donate to the cause. There will be there will be a gift for everybody that donates. I am working on it right now. So, uh, please, if, if you can, donate to the cause. We are trying to find a cure for bladder cancer and canines which will translate to humans. They have determined that there's a lot of cancer treatment that will translate. So if you want to help dogs, help dogs, it will help humans. Anyway, thank you for listening. I hope everyone has a great agility weekend. I am Nick Sparks, the judge going to Phoenix, signing off. Ciao.